0: Hey, folks, and welcome to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilper, and I'm excited to be here today with my current guest. Matthew Mixon is a senior director of real estate with Common, and Common is the leading real estate brand and tech-driven operating platform based out of New York, and they have awarded finalist in the last few weeks for the Remote Work Hub, which is they put out an RFP several months ago. And one of the organizations that submitted an RFP was Blue Crane, which is an extension of the runway group here in Northwest Arkansas. And so it it seems like Bentonville is going to be one of the five finalists chosen for the remote work hub RFP that Common put out many months ago. And so without further ado, I want to welcome to the show, Matthew Mixon to share a little bit about him and a little bit about Common and what we could expect here in Northwest Arkansas in the, in the coming years when it comes to remote work hubs. How are you, Matthew?
1: I'm good. How are you doing?
0: Good, good, good. So glad to have you on. Well, as we always like to start off, I would love to just to tell your quick superhero origin story about you and how you got to Common and, and a little bit about the company for for those in the uh, I Am Northwest Arkansas audience that may not have heard the news. Or heard about this program that is going to be rolled out here in Bentonville? I'd love for you to tell us a little bit more about
1: that. Sure. So I'll give a little bit of background, kind of about myself, and then and talk about you know what Common was looking to accomplish with the Remote Work Hub and how that brought Bentonville to us, and you know how we think we want to be a part of the city in the future. So my background is, you know, I was born in Tucson, Arizona. You know, I've always been interested, and you know, lived there for for. You know, up until my late twenties, and always been interested in, in real estate and real estate development and architecture and design and and a lot of those things. And you know, I ended up going to graduate school in New York, so kind of making the move from a, a medium-sized city to a large city. And kind of why I want to you know bring up that transition and and connect its relevance to the idea of the remote work hub. You know, Common is is bringing this this program forward for two main reasons. You know, one is we are looking at ways to provide design, insight, operational expertise to to sort of address this this new emerging trend of, of remote workers, and then also bringing economic opportunity to cities that have traditionally not been in the sort of direct benefit of the knowledge economy. So when we think about that, we think about the New Yorks, the San Francisco's, the Los Angeles, Seattle's, and there's a lot of other great cities in this country that have tremendous potential and tremendous communities that, that are committed to the cities and want, you know, to see them succeed and achieve. And I think this, you know, this remote work trend that has come out of the current pandemic, you know, which is a negative, you know, in and of itself, but has unlocked some, you know, change in the world. And one of those things was this remote work, emerging remote worker. So, you know, all that to be said, you know, someone who's always been committed to, you know, real estate and and interested in cities and what's going on there. And this is kind of a interesting culmination for me as someone who comes from a city of, you know, under a million people, has lived in a city with over 15 million people and is looking at what the changing landscape will be in the future. So I'm excited to be having this conversation in the context of Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas.
0: Yeah, no, I think it's interesting because just like you said, I mean, Tucson to New York, I mean, they're like night and day, but, you know, theoretically with the type of product that you guys are creating and working on, somebody could live in Tucson, but work out of New York. And so there are a lot of unique opportunities there. So tell us a little bit about the remote work hub. How did this idea generate out of common? Were you guys kind of mulling this around and saying, well, what's the best way for us to roll out this concept that we have? How did that come about?
1: Yeah. So obviously, you know, about early last fall, after we'd been into the pandemic shutdowns for you know five six months it became clear that you know the, that this remote work opportunity and the and the trend and the the way that the the world was going to go going forward still a lot of uncertainty but it was clear that you know remote work was going to be something that was sustained through you know even the resolution of of the pandemic and in that context it's a trend that's been in place even before the pandemic and really the pandemic just accelerated it so In that context, the, our founder and CEO, Brad Hargraves and our creative director, Jen Chang wanted to look at, you know, what is the right way to understand this opportunity and, and to address this emerging remote worker as a source of demand, as somebody who's going to be key in the future of not just work, but how people live. We're a residential brand and operator. We typically work and manage, you know, work on developing, designing, managing residential properties. So, how do we understand that connection between what's happening in the work side, what's happening on the live side, you know, we work with developers and owners, we help them come up with product people want to live in if people's daily lives are changing and they're going to be working, you know, a different type of schedule, they're going to be going to the office a different type of cadence. That's going to impact what's happening to them at home, and that's where we are usually involved. And so, they wanted to create something that addresses that that emerging trend and to do that I think the the thought was okay we can try to create this in this very this remote work hub concept in a very kind of blank slate sort of way and just envision this product sort of in and of itself but rather than do that what the company decided to do was bottom up source it through this RFP process and and really let the market come to us and let the creative people in all of these various cities and, and with these different projects come to us to provide, their insights and interpretations about what the future of remote work could be and how that could be connected to their specific projects and opportunities so we envisioned it as you know a way to engage if we'd sat in a room and try to kind of find where we thought the best place to to consider a remote work hub and, and a project that addresses the future of remote work you know we would have been much less successful than doing it the way we did through the rfp where it allowed people to bring their vision and their their understanding to us. And we worked with them to find what we thought were five of the most interesting and and exciting and and viable opportunities. And, you know, one of those was Bentonville.
0: Yeah. And I'm just going to go down the list. So New Orleans, you had Bentonville, you had Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, Ogden, Utah, and Rochester, New York. I mean, you know, honestly places that are not i mean outside of new orleans i mean none of these are big cities but they are with they are within proximity of other large areas but they also provide you know maybe some different options that you wouldn't normally find and so i'm curious to know are you able to say how many actually submitted rfps for this
1: yeah we originally had an expression of interest phase where people submitted their proposals. At that phase, we got 28 submissions from across the wow. country, very distribute, widely distributed. And what we realized when we reviewed those 28 expressions of interest was there was a sort of different categories of of groups that had similar characteristics. You know, so the cities looked in a group in terms of how we we would look at them as addressing this remote work opportunity. So we would think of somewhere like Ogden, where it's got proximity to skiing, it's got sort of a destination feel in terms of people will travel to that region and, and take advantage of the, the mountains there. We had Rochester is is a historic downtown with sort of a revitalization story where people committed to the, the, the city and the region are, are refocusing on making the most out of the downtown. And we saw that across multiple other submissions. Obviously New Orleans is, you know, a fairly established city, also a destination, but the largest of the five finalists. And then Rocky Mount, the group and the city and and the, the project there is very much about placemaking, you know, creating something kind of not from scratch, but using the context of historical buildings and creating really special places that, you know, offer live, work, and play successfully in a in a very compelling way. And then Bentonville is somewhere that we realized. That there was a great commitment from the people of the local community to make it successful and to diversify the economy, to bring culture, to bring you know Bentonville up into the awareness of people from across the country, especially as they're looking for new places to call home. And you see that happening even pre-pandemic with the investment in the, in the cultural assets, the commitment of groups like Blue Crane to help build you know what is a successful local and regional economy on the backs of the traditional corporate employers that have been a big part of making you know Bentonville successful,
0: yeah, and you know, and again, Blue Crane was actually something I had learned about because I wasn't really familiar with them. I I knew you know Runway Group has a number; of, it's like an umbrella company has a number of different initiatives under it, and Blue Crane has, as a development arm happens to be one of those. So they've been really successful with you know kind of rolling out a number of different initiatives in this area. Which I think are just going to gain additional traction as things move on. I mean, we've recently been named one of the mountain biking capital of the world, and so th- there's a thriving mountain bike community in in Bentonville area. Do you like to mountain bike by any chance?
1: I do. I do not specifically mountain bike. I will use a bicycle <laughs> to get from point A to point B from time to time. I'm, okay. Okay. I maybe lack the sense of adventure that that biking, mountain biking demands, but I, I do think you know the idea that there's a lifestyle on top of a strong local economy is a big part of what we were looking at. So it's the idea that, you know, there's outdoor opportunities for mountain biking or fly fishing or kayaking on top of strong local jobs at kind of all levels of employment and a real commitment to creating those, you know, what I would describe as as global level cultural assets, right? So you have those things, you're like, it's a nice place to live because I can go outside and go mountain biking. I have good work with a good cost of living. And on top of that, that absolute kind of peak of the human experience that you get from from arts and culture and things like that is, is supported by the local patrons. I think that's that's a great combination. That's what stood out to us from Bentonville.
0: Okay. Yeah. No, I love that. And and you're absolutely right. You've hit the nail on the head with regard to this area and, and what it represents, I think, to all of us. I know my listeners are probably wondering, well well, Randy, what what's so special about these you know, multifamily dwellings, these dwellings that, that you guys are are pulling together and designing, can you kind of walk us through the differentiating factor for Common versus like another developer that might be out there developing some some facilities for living just in general?
1: Yeah. So I think first and foremost, it's important to sort of frame what we do and then what our partners do. So we're partnering with with Blue Crane and you know, common is an operator and a designer, and we bring technology and sort of that ability to market, lease, manage, and then on the front end, and what's very important, this remote work hub process, design the properties. And then we'll work with the developer and an owner who will oftentimes have a lot of local expertise and sort of the core of the project where they have the site and they will create the buildings and we'll work in partnership with them to understand what is the right product, how do we condition it, what should it look like to the consumer and, and how does it achieve the most be the most successful opportunity it can be so in that sense what that means for the remote work hub is that we're working a lot with our partners to understand how to create a live work environment that's new that's innovative that really addresses this remote worker demand it helps draw the types of residents not just to this project but to the the neighborhood in the city that you know many places have been trying to attract for some time so, there's really kind of three core aspects and and where we're at right now in this remote work hub RFP process is that we're going through a series of of workshops with each of the five finalists to come to a collaborative understanding about how to deliver this type of concept. And I say collaborative because it is very much that. One of the things back to that point about why an RFP was a great way to do this, it's really working with the local partner and understanding what is the right what is the right answer for this specific Region, a specific city, and a specific site. Right. So we didn't want to invent this in a lab and just kind of drop it off and be like, "Here's the thing." It's not like that. It needs to be something that integrates with with what's going on in in any given immediate area. So to that, what we've seen is that there's kind of three core op- opportunities in sort of the design, operating, and and marketing area that we think are compelling for remote work. One is, you know, obviously the in-unit design is important. So as you you may be as, as I am currently. Many people across America are working from home, and that means inside of your home, you're doing work. And so, when you're doing that, and back to that sort of, you know, I know we had talked about previously, but the idea of the two to three day a week commuter and somebody who's going to be moving two to three days a week of their office life into their home, and that person will want a different type of living situation than someone who's going into the office five days a week. You're going to want, be it a dedicated office in your unit, be it a demarcated place that really helps define where you do work. We've all struggled with the idea that like there's no way to really switch from work to living as you go day in and day out in this this current environment. So so creating something blur it is. It's just it's just one (laughs) it's one long week. So getting some way in the inside the, you know, someone's living space to to facilitate that is is part of it. Second is also, you know, somewhat in the design area and it's creating opportunities for Within the multifamily building and within the related project to have space for co-working, space for incubators, space that allows people to have that, that work environment. And that, that can address everything from, you know, the occasional user, the two to three day a week user, all the way to the, the true digital nomad who's completely remote and, and fully untethered from going into an office. So creating spaces and sort of building amenities, creating spaces in commercial buildings that allows for people to Really feel functional and really feel like it's designed. It's not a crowded corner at a, at a coffee shop where you're trying to make it, make it do something that really works well. And then the third piece is how to bring awareness and, and draw understanding to people who aren't just looking for your standard apartment and, and want to find a place to live. You know, they've kind of walking into different buildings in a certain area. It's like, how do you make people aware that this offering is there? not just to the people who are in that city, but the people in that region who maybe would be attracted to sort of that situation and now have a newfound flexibility, all the way to people across the country who are like, I'm looking for a new place to live, I'm completely remote, or my office has given me flexibility to move to one of these five places across the country, I have a blank slate and I can find somewhere that suits my lifestyle and my priorities. And back to Bentonville, it's that you have a you know high quality of life, enjoyable. Outdoor activities. You have strong economy. So depending on what you're looking for, whether you're already employed and fully remote, or you're someone who's looking for local employment, but you want to go somewhere with a strong, you know, job market within the immediate vicinity, Bentonville does that. And then on top of that, you realize that you have those those high value experiences that that mean a lot, especially to today's co- consumer. So how do people become aware of that, and how do they know? And I think Northwest Arkansas and Bentonville have done a great job of promoting the region. As a destination for workers, there's the the ten thousand incentive, ten thousand dollar incentive that they're offering. There's a lot of promotion, just awareness going on, and so we want to carry that forward to what is going on in the actual living environment and let people know that there are these these offerings that should fit and support their their lifestyle and what they want to get done.
0: Yeah, I love that, and I mean, I'm, honestly, you're almost you know connecting the dots of living through real estate development as it pertains to how people are living nowadays, and that's you and I discussed early on before we started recording, was that I don't think anybody is going to look at the way that people work the same way after this pandemic. I think fundamentally some things are gonna change and you, you are seeing more individuals doing things differently that we would have thought you know just a couple of years ago would have been heresy. You know, And I'll, I'll just give you one example. I know an individual here in Northwest Arkansas that moved here to take a job with one of the the big 3 companies and then he left and then so he had a really good job here and then he left to take a job with another big company based out of another southern city and then elected after taking that job and thinking he was going to move said you know what I actually really like it here I'm not going to leave and negotiated that he could stay and be domiciled here in northwest arkansas even though he has to go to another state to work out of that company and so you know that is the perfect example of the itch that you guys are going to scratch with Common for a lot of remote workers. It's just that type of situation. As more companies become comfortable with having people, you know, not having necessarily that FaceTime that was so such a big deal back in the day in corporate America, it's going to create new opportunities. And I believe that you guys are are leveraging those new opportunities with this program that Common has put together.
1: Absolutely, and I think you know we're all excited about it because people are excited about it you know flexibility is a people value that you know i think that's yeah. one thing that we've all found out is that people value the ability to make choice and they like flexibility and they like having the chance to you know set up their their daily life in a certain way and and the things that you know we're working on will hopefully facilitate that and bring awareness to opportunities that you know people don't necessarily know it's some people are looking for a thing that they don't know where it's at and it may be Bentonville, right? And it may be, you know, somewhere that offers all those things we talked about. And we're a national company, we, you know, have properties across, you know, properties that we manage across the country. And we have a dialogue with the consumer, you know, that exists in all these different cities. And that's one of the things we are excited about exploring is is someone who lives in San Francisco or Seattle or, or New York right now, you know, can we introduce them to the idea of, you know, what's being on offer in, in Bentonville and and, you know, it's something that they have the chance to to take advantage of that, you know, wasn't there previously in the same way. And so I think from being part of that that exploration and that, you know, that finding of a uh, of an opportunity for living that's that's, you know, new to them, I think is is pretty cool.
0: Yeah. And I think it I, I do want to point out that you I mean you guys are already putting into practice a lot of what we've been discussing today. So this is not your first rodeo that, you know we're not crash test dummies here in northwest arkansas you guys have been doing this around the country in a lot of key locations and key demographic areas so you have started figuring out what works what doesn't work and like you said you'll be able to apply that here in northwest arkansas
1: absolutely absolutely and i think having an understanding of you know typically a lot of our markets have been you know we started in 2015 and and from the outset a lot of our markets had been on the you know on the coast so in the new yorks and the san francisco's and the seattles and in that case you know from 2015 you know on we were attracting and providing an offer to a lot of people who were moving to those cities as was the sort of typical dynamic of the last 10 to 15 years where people were moving to you know new york or san francisco for you know their first or second job out of university they wanted a place to come that provided convenient affordable offering in terms of, you know, finding an apartment in those places, rents have outpaced incomes for two decades. And, you know, we were always able to provide a great value to people because they could find an apartment to live in with us that, you know, fit their budget and was convenient and flexible. And we were able to sort of begin that conversation with them before they even got to the city oftentimes. And I think that's one of the things that we're excited about here, where it's almost kind of going the other direction to a certain degree, where people will be interested in in finding a more affordable place to live that has a high quality of life where they think there's a strong, sustainable economy. And in that regard, it's something we can have that conversation with them before they necessarily arrive in Bentonville or Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, or Ogden, Utah, and you know have that dialogue and bring them to that place in a successful way.
0: Yeah. Well, man, you put a nice bow on that, and, and I, I love that. So. Just for, for the listeners' sake, and we'll, we'll put all this in the show notes, everything that uh, Matthew's been sharing. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you or to, to learn more about Common?
1: Yeah, you can uh, come to our, our website, common.com. Got a lot of information, you know, if you're looking for apartments, looking for innovative living options. Additionally, you know, we work with, like I said, we are manager and designer that bring a lot of technology to the table. So we work with developers and owners of real estate properties so anyone who owns you know a residential multifamily asset you know we'll work with them to help deploy you know some of these thinking and technologies in a thoughtful way and uh, provide value in that sense.
0: Yeah, well I love that. And we'll make sure that we put all that in the show notes so people know how to get in touch with you and any final words that you'd like to share about Northwest Arkansas and and just about your excitement with this particular project.
1: You know, I think one of the things that's been specific to Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas, and is represented by your your show, is is the passion and commitment to the region really comes through, and the continual reinvestment of people, and not just their lives, but their time and their efforts to make it better, and that comes across. So we looked at you know a very broad view of the country, and obviously there was lots of passion and interest from from many places. I think of the five finalists, they all really rose to the top with a local commitment and to their community. And I think Bentonville and Northwest Arkansas absolutely comes out with that sense. And I think, you know, that's a credit to everyone, everyone there all the way from, you know, the local business and political leaders all the way down to, you know, the people working in the corner store and and the idea that, you know, it feels like it has an identity. It feels like people are very passionate about it. And I think that's something that y'all should be very proud of.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I would love to take some credit for, for all the hard work that Blue Crane has put into their RFP with you guys, but, uh, it does take a village and I think we are doing a good job here in Northwest Arkansas. So man, that's perfect. Matthew, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, folks, there you have it. Another episode of I am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast to learn more about us to, or to read or download the show notes from today's episode, visit I am Northwest You can listen to this podcast and sign up for free and get our newsletter to keep up with us and all things NWA. Sign up today. You can subscribe to the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast wherever you listen to it. And please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Our podcast comes out every Monday. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn. We'll see you back here next week for a new episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. Peace.